Chapter 14 In Humility and Faith Special instruction has been given me for God's people, for perilous times are upon us. In the world, destruction and violence are increasing. In the church, manpower is gaining the ascendancy. Those who have been chosen to occupy positions of trust think it is their prerogative to rule. Men whom the Lord calls to important positions in His work are to cultivate a humble dependence upon Him. They are not to seek to embrace too much authority, for God has not called them to a work of ruling, but to plan and counsel with their fellow laborers. Every worker alike is to hold himself amenable to the requirements and instructions of God. Chapter 15 Wise Counselors Because of the importance of the work in Southern California and the perplexities which now surround it, there should be selected no less than five men of wisdom and experience to consult with the presidents of the local and union conferences regarding general plans and policies. The Lord is not pleased with the disposition some have manifested to rule those of more experience than themselves. By this course of action, some have revealed that they are not qualified to fill the important positions which they occupy. Any human being who spreads himself out to large proportions and who seeks to have the control of his fellows proves himself to be a dangerous man to be entrusted with religious responsibilities. Let no one cling to the idea that, unless money is in hand, no move should be made that calls for the investment of means. If in our past experience we had always followed this method, we would often have lost special advantages, such as we gained in the purchase of the Fernando School property and in the purchase of the sanitarium properties at Paradise Valley, Glendale, and Loma Linda. Chapter 16. Go Forward to make no move that calls for the investment of means unless we have the money in hand to complete the contemplated work should not always be considered the wisest plan. In the upbuilding of his work, the Lord does not always make everything plain before his servants. He sometimes tries the confidence of his people by having them move forward in faith. Often he brings them into straight and trying places bidding them go forward when their feet seem to be touching the waters of the Red Sea. It is at such times when the prayers of his servants ascend to him in earnest faith that he opens the way before them and brings them out into a large place. The Lord wants his people in these days to believe that he will do as great things for them as he did for the children of Israel in their journey from Egypt to Canaan. We are to have an educated faith that will not hesitate to follow his instructions in the most difficult experiences. Go forward is the command of God to his people. Faith and cheerful obedience are needed to bring the Lord's designs to pass. When he points out the necessity of establishing the work in places where it will have influence, the people are to walk and work by faith. By their godly conversation, their humility, their prayers and earnest efforts, they should strive to bring the people to appreciate the good work that the Lord has established among them. It was the Lord's purpose that this Loma Linda sanitarium should become the property of our people, and he brought it about at a time when the rivers of difficulty were full and overflowing their banks. 
The working of private interests for the gaining of personal ends is one thing. In this, men may follow their own judgment. But the carrying forward of the Lord's work in the earth is entirely another matter. When he designates that a certain property should be secured for the advancement of his cause and the building up of his work, whether it be for sanitarium or schoolwork or for any other branch, he will make the doing of that work possible if those who have the experience will show their faith and trust in his purposes and will move forward promptly to secure the advantages he points out. While we are not to seek to wrest property from any man, yet when advantages are offered, we should be wide awake to see the advantage, that we may make plans for the upbuilding of the work. And when we have done this, we should exert every energy to secure the free will offerings of God's people for the support of these new plants. Often the Lord sees that his workers are in doubt as to what they should do. At such times, if they will put their confidence in him, he will reveal to them his will. God's work is now to advance rapidly, and if his people will respond to his call, he will make the possessors of property willing to donate of their means and thus make it possible for his work to be accomplished in the earth. Faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Read Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith in the word of God will place his people in the possession of property which will enable them to work the large cities that are awaiting for the message of truth. The cold, formal, unbelieving way in which some of the laborers do their work is a deep offense to the Spirit of God. The Apostle Paul says, do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. See Philippians 2:14-17. We are to encourage in one another that living faith which Christ has made it possible for every believer to have. The work is to be carried forward as the Lord prepares the way. When He brings His people into straight places, then it is their privilege to assemble together for prayer, remembering that all things come of God, those who have not yet shared in the trying experiences that attend the work in these last days will soon have to pass through scenes that will severely test their confidence in God. It is at the time His people see no way to advance, when the Red Sea is before them and the pursuing army behind, that God bids them go forward. Thus He is working to test their faith. When such experiences come to you, go forward, trusting in Christ, Walk step by step in the path he marks out. Trials will come, but go forward. This will give you an experience that will strengthen your faith in God and fit you for the truest service. Chapter 17 The Example of Christ A deeper and wider experience in religious things is to come to God's people. Christ is our example. If through living faith and sanctified obedience to God's word 
we reveal the love and grace of Christ, if we show that we have a true conception of God's guiding providences in the work, we shall carry to the world a convincing power. A high position does not give us value in the sight of God. Man is measured by his consecration and faithfulness in working out the will of God. If the remnant people of God will walk before him in humility and faith, he will carry out through them his eternal purpose, enabling them to work harmoniously in giving to the world the truth as it is in Jesus. He will use all, men, women, and children, in making the light shine forth to the world and calling out a people that will be true to his commandments. Through the faith that his people exercise in him, God will make known to the world that he is the true God, the God of Israel. Let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, the apostle Paul exhorts, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel, and in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that of God. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better in themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Read in Philippians 1, 27 to 29, and chapter 2, 1 to 13. I have been instructed to present these words to our people in Southern California. They are needed in every place where a church is established, for a strange experience has been coming into our ranks. It is time now for men to humble their hearts before God and to learn to work in His ways. Let those who have sought to rule their fellow workers study to know what manner of spirit they are of. They should seek the Lord by fasting and prayer and in humility of soul. Christ in His earthly life 
gave an example that all can safely follow. He appreciates his flock, and he wants no power set over them that will restrict their freedom in his service. He has never placed man as a ruler over his heritage. True Bible religion will lead to self-control, not to control of one another. As a people, we need a larger measure of the Holy Spirit that we may bear the solemn message that God has given us without exultation. Brethren, keep your words of censure for your individual selves. Teach the flock of God to look to Christ, not to erring man. Every soul who becomes a teacher of the truth must bear in his own life the fruit of holiness. Looking to Christ and following him, he will present to the souls under his charge an example of what a living, learning Christian will be. Let God teach you his way. Inquire of him daily to know his will. He will give unerring counsel to all who seek him with a sincere heart. Walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called, praising God in your daily conversation as well as in your prayers. Thus, holding forth the word of life, you will constrain other souls to become followers of Christ. Chapter 18 To the Workers in Southern California This morning I cannot rest. My mind is troubled over the situation in Southern California. God has given to every man his work, but there are some who are not prayerfully considering their individual responsibility. When a worker is selected for an office, that office of itself does not bring to him power of capability that he did not have before. A high position does not give to the character Christian virtues. The man who supposes that his individual mind is capable of planning and devising for all branches of the work reveals a great lack of wisdom. No one human mind is capable of carrying the many and varied responsibilities of a conference embracing thousands of people and many branches of work. But a greater danger than this has been revealed to me in the feeling that has been growing among our workers that ministers and other laborers in the cause should depend upon the mind of certain leading workers to define their duties. One man's mind and judgment are not to be considered capable of controlling and molding a conference. The individual and the church have responsibilities of their own. God has given to every man some talent or talents to use and improve. In using these talents, he increases his capability to serve. God has given to each individual judgment, and this gift he wants his workers to use and improve. The president of a conference must not consider that his individual judgment is to control the judgment of all. In no conference should propositions be rushed through without time being taken by the brethren to weigh carefully all sides of the question. Because the president of a conference suggested certain plans, it has sometimes been considered unnecessary to consult the Lord about them. Thus, propositions have been accepted that were not for the spiritual benefit of the believers, and that involved far more than was apparent at the first casual consideration. Such movements are not in the order of God. 
Many, very many matters have been taken up and carried by vote that have involved far more than was anticipated and far more than those who voted would have been willing to assent to had they taken time to consider the question from all sides. We cannot at this time afford to be careless or negligent in the work of God. We must seek the Lord earnestly every day if we would be prepared for the experiences that come to us. Our hearts are to be cleansed from every feeling of superiority, and the living principles of the truth are to be planted in the soul. Young and aged and middle-aged should now be practicing the virtues of Christ's character. They should daily be making spiritual development that they may become vessels unto honor in the Master's service. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. See Luke 11, 1. The prayer that Christ gave to his disciples in answer to this request is not made in high-flown language, but expresses in simple words the necessities of the soul. It is short and deals directly with the daily needs. Every soul has the privilege of stating to the Lord his own special necessities and to offer his individual thanksgiving for the blessings that he daily receives. But the many long and spiritless, faithless prayers that are offered to God, instead of being a joy to him, are a burden. We need, oh, so much clean, converted hearts. We need to have our faith strengthened, Ask, and it shall be given you, the Savior promised. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. See Matthew 7, 7. We need to educate ourselves to trust in this word and to bring the light and grace of Christ into all our works. We need to take hold of Christ and to retain our hold of him until we know that the power of his transforming grace is manifested in us. We must have faith in Christ if we would reflect the divine character.